Yeah. That would. Um, and I was going to, I'm probably should say this thing. I'm probably going to get heat for it or not. But um, you said that Osprey couldn't <laughs> really get wild like you. And the first thing I thought of was that um, bleeding in matches does not mean that you get wild in a match. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm just going <laughs> to. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and I am joined by the wonderful New Japan star, uh, Clark Connors. Clark, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. I'm enjoying 112 degree heat out here in Arizona, so, so sweltering a little bit, but it's, it's nice and cool in my apartment. 112? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was, uh, I had to change my tire today. And I almost passed out. Ooh. So it's been fun. <laughs> Jesus, man. I don't know how you do it. Over here in New York, we just had a little mini thunderstorm. And I'm just like, this humidity? I don't know how you do it. <laughs> no, yeah. All right. Well, luckily, everyone says there's no there's no humidity out here. But it's just really, really hot. So it's not too bad. Shit, man. Um, I don't, man, I don't know. By the way, you can be yourself and curse or whatever, whatever you want okay. to do. Um, so, no <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, so, before you came on, my chat really wants to know, and I, I have to ask this, right? They want to know if a hot dog is a sandwich. Oh, my gosh. Let's see. I've heard this one. Oh, yeah. I, I say it, it is not a sandwich. And I'll tell you why. Because a sandwich, uh-huh. I think you need to have bread on both sides of it. And I think the hot dog is only going to be a sandwich if you rip the bun into two parts and put it outside the meat. But it's, it's as close as you get to, without, to being a sandwich without being a sandwich, I'd say. All right. Well, I know you're in the chat. You should still be there unless you, like, ran away from me. Um, Clark Khan has already gave his answer, buddy. Love you, though. <laughs> um, so... Uh, yeah, they, they really were like asking about that. They were like asking this. I'm like, sure. All right. So the second one, the second question would be, has anyone ever called you Clark Kent? Oh yeah. I get that all the time. That's how I really, oh yeah. <laughs> because like, uh, whenever, whenever people like, I'll say my name and be like, I'm Clark. And sometimes I'll be like, Mark. And I'll say, no, like Superman. They go, Oh, Clark Kent. I'm like, yeah. So I get that. That's my easiest way to get across. Oh man, I thought I was gonna be the first person to be like, um, <laughs> I got this, I got this question. All right, cool, but good, because I that, that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, I wonder, you know. Um, so just so I know that this is right, I know you're living in uh Phoenix in that dashly heat, but you're originally from Washington state, right? Yeah, yeah. I used to live uh like 30 minutes outside of Seattle. Cool, cool, cool. Um, is there yeah. any like other than the heat, is there any extreme differences between Washington and Arizona? Mm, yeah, I'd, I'd say it's they're pretty actually pretty opposite in a lot of ways. I think that's one of the reasons why I moved down here because, like, because in Washington, there's no joke. It's like they say there's like 300 days of rain. It's it's always raining in Washington, and I think I've maybe seen it rain like two times since I've been out here. So it's like as much sun as we get here, we get rain over there, and I think like. That makes the people different. It makes the people maybe uh, uh, a little more cooped up in Washington versus the people mm. in Arizona. A little, I think a little crazier, which is which is kind of works for you know. I'm a little wild, as they say. So yeah, uh, yeah. 
Uh, did you move out to Phoenix uh, to help with like wrestling training, diet training, anything like that? Actually, no. I, I was that was kind of just somewhere I've always wanted to go. And so once I graduated from the dojo, it was something that they that I uh, uh, that I was like, I want to go out there and just kind of like be myself and really get away from actually kind of get away from uh, the, like the dojo training and the wrestling training so much. And I think that's really important for anybody who's a wrestler is it's important to, yeah, train a lot and work your butt off, but, like, you have to find time to be you, you know, get away from it all. So that helps. This place really helps me with that. Yeah, I totally understand that. Uh, sometimes, you know, me being in the city of New York, I'm like, I need to get away sometimes uh, from being around, like, almost everybody here. Um, so you were trained by three interesting people. One is Buddy Wayne. Two is Lance Storm, which I loved. And I, while I was doing research, I marked out. I was like, what? Are you, are you serious? And then obviously the third one is, is Shibata, which is amazing too. Um, your debut was in April 15th, uh, 2017, right? Yeah. Uh, so after you having like your debut match, um, is that when you decided to go over to Lance Storm's uh, school to like start training? Like no, more I, training? No, I should actually, say. Yeah, I, uh, I started technically. I started my training first, right? Right. So, yeah, I, yeah. I started. I started my training with Lance, um, uh, January twenty seventeen, right? So, and he always did like okay. So he did like three three month courses basically. So right okay. after three months course was over, I got my first like match like right away in April, and so I. Uh, <sighs> Went straight to wrestling matches right after that, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Because while I was researching, it made it seem like you wrestled for prestige wrestling first, and oh. then you decided <laughs> to go over to Landstorm as, like, extra training. But no, it's the other way around. The other way around, yeah. Because I, I don't think that the first time I ever stepped in the ring was in Lance's school in 2017. I actually signed up for it, like, while I was still in college in 2016. Um, yeah. So I signed up for it and then went straight there pretty much after I graduated. Um, and then, yeah, right away I was, I was already working on the Indies. Like, got a lot of good opportunities really, really quickly. And, uh, yeah, Prestige, Defy, um, All-Star Wrestling, uh, you know, DOA, everywhere, everywhere in that little loop in, in, um, in the Pacific Northwest, I kind of got to wrestle, which was really a really cool experience. I, I do miss that a lot, you know, the camaraderie and all that. Yeah. Um. Did you start developing the hybrid character when you were with Lance, or when you came back over here to the states? When I came over to the states, yeah, I um, yeah, the hybrid, the whole hybrid idea is something that I kind of kicked around a little bit, and I was just like, I like it, but then I also thought, like, damn, I think people are gonna think it's lame because it's like hybrid, like a Prius, you know? Like, I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anyone, I don't want any like wrestling fans thinking like, oh, he's like, he just really loves. And don't get me wrong, I love the environment. Yeah. And I love all that stuff. I am a big I'm big into conservation and stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, well, he's not gonna be cool if he's like a, you know, he likes hybrid cores. But like oh, that was a different that was a different time. And it, and it was I really like I uh, I kind of came up with it myself, um, like right, right when I was finishing up with plants. I was like I cut a couple promos up there and I thought like, okay, this could work. So yeah. 
which by the way, I do kind of recommend people checking out the promo that you did about the hybrid and you explain why you're the hybrid that that was one of my favorite ones. I was like, Oh, yep. I can see it. I can see that this is going to work. Um, I'm not, I didn't think you, you were going to be like a Prius. Like, you know, um, I don't, I personally do not associate cars with wrestling. So, <laughs> so you're okay. Match or something, you know. Yeah, that's different. I mean, yeah, would you ever? Would, <laughs> yeah, would you ever want to be in one of those matches, like an ambulance match, a hearse oh, match? Yeah, for sure, I love that stuff. I think that's just that's that'd be really cool to like. Like, if I I, I don't know, maybe I, maybe I should go back to drive like be in the hybrid instead of off a, off a Prius match. <laughs> you can sneak up on them when you can't hear you. You can hit them from behind. I mean, if you do, Yana will have to be your partner. You know that, right? No, 100%. 100%. Yeah, we'll figure something out. And in Japan, they got a bunch of like really good little cards for it. So we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's going to be great. Um, uh, keeping on the subject with Lance Stone for a little bit, um, what are uh, two huge lessons that he taught you that you keep with you um, while you're you know, wrestling with New Japan and stuff? Uh, I think the first one he always said was, you know, just, just listen to like, you know, get advice from everybody and listen, you know, and like take everything with a grain of salt, but like, but give, like be, listen, that's the first thing. The second thing I think is just, uh, is <laughs> he told me like the one, like my one thing he, he wanted me is like, he goes, oh, you got a lot of potential. You're obviously very new. You can do a lot of good things, but just like, yeah bigger and i was like okay so like i've always been good <laughs> so i'm always that kind of, kind of in the back of my mind like i always want to be, be like i always try to work harder and you know get bigger and uh you know but stay in good shape like i like to be like i'm, I'm in the powerhouse of the junior heavyweight division you know so it's like that, that sticks with me you know just like always having like that weight advantage and strength advantage is really important to me yeah, um, I could definitely see it. Like, you know, uh, we're, we're going to get to Best of the Super Juniors because that was like a really good highlight. Um, but I do want to know, what's your earliest memory of wrestling? Um, I think the first time I watched wrestling was, uh, I must have been like, it must have been like 2006 or something. I didn't really watch it like too much when I was a kid. That was something my mom was always just like, it's going to make you stupid or watch your brain and stuff. Uh one of those you know yeah, yeah. she's like now she's like loves wrestling so much it's crazy like she's my biggest fan she's like just she's always screaming and going crazy but uh but yeah i think my first memory was like oh, might have been like it was like a smackdown or something and i think it was like they were showing a replay from like interview and this undertaker throwing oh, mr kennedy off like a off like a fucking like the top of the, the stage or some shit and like I yeah think, he had like, like like a bunch of blood of color on his face. It was like, awesome, and I was like, "Yo, what is this?" <laughs> I was like, so I so I got really into it after that. Um. So while I was doing research, um, I it correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, you cited that uh, these men are like your inspirations, and it's gonna be uh, Shawn Michaels, Bobby Lashley, Chris Jericho, and Jushin Thunder Liger. Am I correct? Yeah. No. That's that's. Spot on, you know. I think for me, it's like you you have like all these different. I mean, like for different reasons, you know. Like like uh, Jericho, I got the chance to actually you know hang out with him a little bit at uh, at AEW a little 
it. And it's just like, he's just an all around. Got it, got it all. You know, Shawn Michaels is one of the best, best performers I've ever seen in my life. Bobby Lackey, once again, it's back to being big and huge and just like having the look, you know, and just then the Liger is just larger than life. So then, like to make a perfect wrestler, you add those four things together, you know, and I think that is like where I try to draw a lot of my, like my little bits and pieces from, but then I add my own own flair on it you know and i had my intensity and my uh my athleticism my competitiveness so it all kind of comes together to create a you know get a clark connors you know out of it yeah um i totally love that so like when i saw those as like your inspiration i was like this makes sense for what clark is and more um and you already touched on it too because i was gonna go in depth uh because the the thing about my podcast is that i love breaking down characters for fans to understand why they're like really the best at what they do and like how they really think and like all the psychology behind it um and it just makes perfect sense Shawn michaels is basically like that heartthrob the one that always stops the show and whatnot and like if people look on your ig like they could definitely tell that you're one of that um, you know, Bobby Lashley has that big power, all the muscles. You have that too. Um, Chris Jericho, I called him like a chameleon, uh, just because he he's able to go through different decades and like, you know, if people don't know who Clark Connors is, like he was originally the hybrid and now we call him the wild rhino. There goes like his chameleon side there. And then Jushin Thunder Liger was one of the best like junior heavyweights. And you got the chance to like showcase the world why you're, you know, the best junior heavyweight. So I want to add a little bit more to that because I thought that was a very interesting like collection of it. Um, but I do have a follow-up question. Um, you know, we're gonna get to the, the we're gonna get to the forbidden door, but let's just, you know, play on words. If WWE ever contacted you to have like a one night special match against Bobby Lashley, would you take it? Well, I think I would definitely have to change my strategy up a little bit because I would love to do it, but I can't come at him like he's uh like he's Hiromu Takahashi or something. I gotta come yeah. at him. I gotta. I know that it's the same way. Whenever I fight anybody in like the heavies, and I change my strategy up. I don't try to just bowl them over with you know as much. I try to. I try to pull. I have some different moves that I'll pull out. You know, if I need to. I need to play the play the heavy game. You know, I got. I can hit a couple of my old school stuff from the Indies. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, man. Um, that would be a very good like just one off match. You know, something special that WWE could put together. Uh, so hopefully if I if I speak this out into the universe, it happens. Um <laughs> also um yeah, uh in twenty eighteen you had your New Japan tryout, right? Uh yeah, twenty eighteen. Um, what are some highlights uh from that tryout? Were you like nervous uh, or were you like, Oh, I got this? Uh I was I wasn't nervous at all actually, because I um <clears throat> I actually didn't really know a lot about New Japan uh, uh-huh. at the time. I was just kind of going down there because a couple of my good buddies from uh, like Buddy Wayne's were going down, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'll come down, come through. They're like, yeah, it's kind of a tryout, kind of, it's kind of just like a camp or whatever. And I was like, okay, I can do that just to get experience. And um, to tell you the truth, I didn't really know who Sh- Katsuma Shibata was like at the time. Mm-hmm. I was kind of just like, yeah, all right, like let's go, let's go do this thing. I met him. I was like, oh, okay, I can see why people are popping for him, or whatever. and. Uh, and then, like, uh, Kushida was there, too. He was, like, a surprise guest. And my one friend, um, his name's Cody Chun. He's, he's a great little, he's a great wrestler up in Washington area. And he, uh, he, I remember he was like, oh, my God. He was, like, freaking out. I was like, oh, my God, that's Kushida. And I was like, who? <laughs> I was like, who you talking about? And I was looking around. Because, you know, Kushida is very tall. I was like, what? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
like, okay, like, I, I'll take the word for it. And obviously now I, I know, you know, I've seen his stuff and he's amazing. But yeah, so to tell you the truth, I wasn't really, uh, really worried. And I think like it just, a lot of the things that we do in New Japan and in, in those camps like really fit my style. So it was yeah. just like, because I was an amateur wrestler for a while and I, and I would do that in my matches anyways. And yeah, it was just, just showing good heart and good spirit and stuff. So that's kind of just fit who I was already. And you, yeah, and you would definitely pick out, of, you were like picked out of like the first group of like trainees to like get, you know, into New Japan, which brings me to uh, New Japan having a Lions Break project like number one. And you got to face Jushin Thunder Liger. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> you, you could tell me all about that because I, I, I know that's like one of your inspirations. So, yeah, let me know, man. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. Like, I, I like, he was one of the only people from New Japan I knew who he was. And like, I remember I met him and I, I was like, um, like earlier in the day, and I was kind of, and I was just like, hey, and he didn't have his like stuff on, you know. So I was just like, it's like some, uh, I think maybe Shivani introduced me to him, and I was like, you know, I was like, oh my god, nice to meet you, blah blah. And he goes, he was just so nice, and like, and uh, but you know, he's still, you know, I was a young lion, so you know, and he's juicing down the ladder, he's gonna kick my butt. So, <laughs> so he did, but um. But yeah, I remember afterwards, like we we did take a picture together, and like he posted it on his um using his flip phone, and puts it on his Twitter, or whatever the heck. He, yeah, so he put it on his Twitter on his desktop computer at the hotel or something. Oh my god! And I was like, yo, this is crazy. And he like he like was like, yo, this kid's this kid's gonna be great, you know. And I was like, that was really that was a really cool moment for me. Yeah, man. Um, so. Switching to uh, a little bit, um, okay, we're going to get into like a lot of New Japan stuff in a little bit, but in 2019, for fans out there that don't know, you actually uh, had a couple of Ring of Honor matches um, with, uh, you, you had one match with Jeff Cobb uh, and stuff like that. But my only question is, um, this weekend is uh, Death Before Dishonor. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you have any thoughts about, you know, this pay-per-view coming up? Like if you ever wanted um, a special match, like, who would you want to fight if you were on the card? Well, right now, uh, like, I've I have wrestled him before in the Studio Cup, but I want to wrestle Gresham again just because he's the guy over there. And, uh, you know, he's he's phenomenal. But uh, And he beat me in the Super Jacob when I was a young lion still. But I think I I think I could beat – I will beat him now, you know, if I get to get a chance to wrestle him again. And because uh, that was really physical. Match that we beat the crap of each other, you know. It's like I really liked it, and I was like, I want to do more with him, either him or Jay Lethal. Uh, because I just think I, I got to I got to hang out with Jay um, in the UK for a little while, a uh, couple couple years back, actually. And I was like, we really got on well, and I was like, I always thought he was a really great wrestler, so I'd love to actually just be in the ring with him, you know, uh, be, be good to, just to see where I'm at, you know, yeah. Um uh, speaking of uh, Ring of Honor, are there any uh, Ring of Honor title belts that you like in general? Any of well, your favorite ones? I mean, like the like the one's cool because it's like, like I mean, I really think Yuta is a great wrestler. Um, but like, honestly, like it's not as much my style anymore. I'd say, like, I think I'm more for like you gotta you gotta put me in that world heavyweight title picture. Honestly, I'm I'm going there for the best. Yeah, so that's what I want to. I would. That's what I would be aiming for if I went over to Ring of Honor for anything. Awesome. 
uh, internet, you heard it here first that he wants to like wrestle for some Ring of Honor belts. You know, yes, um, yes. it is kind of yeah, it is kind of time for for you to get like some type of gold or something. Um, so I have you in a lot of uh, tournaments per se. So I'm just gonna read them off. Um, I don't consider. Well, I mean, you did. 2019 for the G1 Climax, but you weren't in the Climax. You were part of the undercard, but that still counts. So he, <laughs> he participated there. It still counts, undercard. Um, 2019, you were in Super J Cup here in the United States. 2019, you were in Young Lions Cup. 20, 2019, you were Super Junior Tag League. 2020, Lion Break Crown. You were the first winner for that one, so congratulations for that one. And then you also did another Super J Cup in... Uh, 2020, and then 2022, you were in Best of the Super Juniors. Um, mm -hmm. So, my one big question is, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how do you like tournaments? Because they seem to put you in, like, all these tournaments. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. Like, there's so much you can do in a tournament, like, and you never know what's going to happen. I like the round-robin style better. Like, this, like, um, most of the ones I was in before was, um, was uh, like, on a single elimination, you know? But, um, yeah, I I like the idea of like you face everybody, and like and uh, and I think it gives you a chance to maybe you know there's more upsets and there's more uh, more chances at just I don't know good storytelling but also great fights you know what I mean so yeah um and let's not gloss over the fact that you were the winner for the Lions Break uh, Crown uh how did you um like feel about that you know. Uh, when you won it? Well, I thought, like, that one was, like, big for me, just, like, kind of cap off my Young Lion, like, career. I mean, I know I, I was a Young Lion for a little longer, but I think at that moment, like, Shibata was like, oh, okay, yeah, you're done being a Young. I can kind of do, I can kind of, like, be more myself in the ring and, and uh, just in general. Like, I think it was good for me to just to kind of show everybody, okay, he's ready to go to the next stage of his career. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about Best of the Super Juniors because um, mm -hmm. I was happy to see some really fresh faces and stuff. Um, I think the highlight for me was when you were doing promos about every single one of the guys. And I remember like I tagged you on one of them because you were telling you did a promo with Sh about show. Uh, no, yo, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll get to show in a little bit. But you didn't want about yo. <laughs> you called him a Pokemon bug catcher because of him wearing uh, the hoodies. And I was like, I never thought of that. So two questions. One, um, are you a Pokemon fan? And which is your favorite Pokemon? It cannot be Pikachu. Oh, no. no. Okay, yeah. I, I used to play a lot of Pine. Like, I only played the... Uh, well, I played up to, like, the third generation, I think. Like, I played Ruby and Sapphire. But I, my, my biggest game was Gold version. Like, I was raw. I, I like, beat that thing to death. Um, but my favorite Pokemon, like it's gotta be from the one fifty one. Um, okay. Oh man, there's so many good ones. I never thought about it in a while. Oh, oh god, it's gonna make me think. <laughs> I love like. I always used to love um, Hitmonlee. I thought he. Was oh so really? Stupid. Yeah, cause like. I just like I, I love the idea, like the in the play on words of like like Hitmonchan, like Jackie Chan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Bruce Lee. Like I, he was like for sure one of the sick 
difference because like oh if, well like any of those fighting types like as i was thinking i'm thinking of like machoke and Mach- <laughs> oh, like, so, yeah, so. yeah 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 uh, big thing <laughs> yeah what's your, what's your um, oh mine is a uh, Growlithe. oh that's a good one that's a good one. Yeah, it's it's always between Growlithe and Arcanine. Um, and over here in New York, we have um, uh, we have Nintendo World, so like mm-hmm. uh, they'll have like plushies of like the Pokemon and stuff. So I once I saw they had Arcanine, like I was like I have to buy it. <laughs> so I have <laughs> I have like a little Arcanine plushie, um, you know, with me and stuff. So yeah, um, but I I really did enjoy all those promos that you did against the guys in Best of the Super Juniors. Um, they were really creative because uh, I would call Yo like his hoodie boy gimmick. Um, I would take those hoodies because uh, I I like hoodies. But yeah, um, how was it fighting Show? Because I think you might be. I, I'm not gonna say the first person, but you know what? For the sake of it, you might be the first person that was like, "Oh, Show is gonna jump me, so I'm gonna stop Show." Like, how was that? <laughs> yeah, I just thought about it. I was like, because I like. I'm like, I think a lot of people did a lot of good scouting and stuff, but I was just like, I watched all these guys' matches, you know, and, and I was just like, yo, he just just jumps people every time, you know what I mean? And so I remember I like walked out there and I was looking around and like I, that stadium was really big, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, I was looking around, and I was like, well, where the hell did he go? <laughs> like, and I had a feeling there was like, you know, like something going on. And then, like, it was actually creative how he did it. Like, he kind of, kind of came from behind, like, even though he had his entrance first. And then, but, but like, I, I, I kind of like feel it almost a little bit. And I was like, oh, oh I'm gonna pop him right now. So, like, that was- <laughs> I, I saw that, and I, I immediately like pop as well. I was just like, oh my god, this is so great! Like, finally, someone attacks show. Show usually attacks people, you know. Um, <laughs> I, I have. I have dubbed show um, he, adorable heel because, you know, heels are not really supposed to be adorable, but show ends up being adorable. And I'm like, no, I'm supposed to hate you. Not supposed <laughs> to like you. Yeah, he's a freaking he's adorable heel. He is like, a, he's a hell of a character. Like, like, I, like I don't know. This is our block rooms are all separated in the back. So I don't get to see him very often, obviously. Yeah. Like, I'll walk by in a random situation, like here and there. And he's always making faces and like, it's I, I guess adorable is a good word for it. It's good, pretty funny, honestly. <laughs> yeah, um, every single heel tactic that he does, like when he's either with like House of Torture or like by himself when he has his wrench, I'm like, why are you being adorable? <laughs> You're not supposed to. <laughs> like I, I don't I don't use that. I don't use that for like Dick Togo with Dick Togo. I'm like, oh my god, it's Dick Togo. Get him off my screen, you know? <laughs> but 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 with show, I'm like, oh. What is this guy gonna do next? Like, you know, I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, uh wh- what is your fondest memory being like during the whole entire tour of Best of the Super Juniors? What's your fondest memory? Oh wow. Um actually the I, I think the the best feeling I got, got was like either either my match with Hiromu, um, just because like Shibata was out there at ringside, and I remember like after the match was over, I just kind of looked at him and I was like, I didn't know if he's gonna be disappointed or what, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, like, and he was very, <clears throat> very stoic, but he was also just like he kind of was like he kind of just gave me like, the slightest nod of like, yeah, yeah. And that was cool. It was either that or just like my music hitting at the first the first event, and it was like me and Ace Austin, and I ended up losing, but 
But like my music hit, I walked out and I and like no, but no one had seen me in my, my like cowboy hat and all that stuff before. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I just remember looking at people's faces and just like, what the fuck? Like, yo, know, this is people <laughs> couldn't even remember who I was as a young man compared to like I'm this whole new person, you know, whole new uh, gimmick and everything. So I think that was a really good feeling. And it went pretty, it went good. You know, other than losing, it was pretty cool. Yeah, um, I remember watching you versus Ace Austin, and I was like, "This is so great! Like, this is like what what I really want to see and everything." And obviously, I'm cheesing about it because, like, I really enjoyed like that that whole thing. Um, yeah, uh, what did you eat in Japan while you were there? Uh, just too much of everything. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a lot of um, a lot of yakiniku and just a lot of just meat. Just because, well, except for chicken because. One of the first nights I went out, me and some of the guys went out, and we were out really late at some bars and shit. And I was like, I wanted to go get some more, like, go get some more drinks. And I was like, oh, let's go to a cheap place, you know? Just that, just like really, you know, $2 or two, two, two yen beers or something, like big mega mm-hmm. beers. Yeah. So we get there, and they have like some food. Right. <clears throat> I have some food there. And uh, it was a bunch of chicken sticks. And I was like, oh, man, let's get chicken sticks. And we ordered like 30 of them. It was just me and the other homie. We ordered 30 of them. And I was just like, but when they came, it wasn't regular chicken. It was chicken skins. Like fried chicken skins. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a couple, you know. But like there was 30 of them. And then homie was just like, nah, nah, I'm like, I ain't gonna eat any of those. So we ate like two. I ate all of them, all the rest of them, just because I was like drunky, just like eating, you know. And oh, I couldn't yeah. eat chicken. I couldn't eat chicken for the next like month. <laughs> but other than that, I ate a bunch of really good food. A bunch of made some had some great sushi and some steaks, and you know the usual, which is good. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, um, I wanted to switch gears about um, you know, Osprey for a little bit, only because um, you know. I'm going to like take us back and like do a little storytelling here. But right. um back at <laughs> back at Resurgence all the way on August 14th, right? Um Osprey comes out, you know, Osprey's like on the real champ and then Osprey start, starts talking shit about the LA Dojo guys. Uh you know, LA Dojo guys plus like, you know, a little bit of Osprey had like a few going back and forth. Um but I would like to know um, what kind of match would you want to have with Osprey to like settle that, and it's for the U.S. title too. So, what kind of match match stipulation would you want to have with Osprey if you can for his for his uh, belt? Probably like um something a little extreme, just because I know Will is a great flyer, you know, um, but. I don't think he's got like he has his mean streak. He's kind of learning about himself right now. I think, but he ain't he ain't gonna go. He doesn't have the ideas to get like wild like I can. You know what I mean? Like busting through people and shit. So maybe like some kind of cage or a cell match where there's just like we can just just get in there and just beat the hell out of each other and really just sell the score. You know, so like he can be create like he might be creative and like be able to hit some weird stuff off some out of out of nowhere. You know. But I think that I could I could find my nasty streak, you know, and I could throw him through some tables and throw him through a ladder and throw him through a, a chair, you know what I mean? The whole nine. And uh, yeah, I, think yeah, yeah. Really I think that'd be really fun. 
Yeah. That would. Um, and I was going to, I probably should say this thing. I'm probably going to get heat for it or not. But um, you said that Osprey couldn't <laughs> really get wild like you. And the first thing I thought of was that um, bleeding in matches does not mean that you get wild in a match. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm just going <laughs> to. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna Ooh. leave that there for everyone. Oh. Look, oh. man, I have this I have this thing where like wrestlers bleed. Like I don't mind if if a wrestler bleeds, right? It has right. to be for the story. It has to be for all the like the psychological part of it because you're going through this story to like really like have me want to watch. If you're bleeding just to bleed in every single match, it's not gonna make any difference. I'm gonna be so turned off that I'm just like can you please stop bleeding? And and most of the people who who watch me and like know who I'm talking about, they they basically know who I'm talking about by now. Um, but yeah, um, no, it's cool, dude. You don't have to. I I can take all the heat. I always do. It's totally okay. Um, I I always do because I I have very strong opinions about wrestling. So like people just don't like it, and that's okay. Um. <laughs> Just like it. I like it because you care about it. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, all right. So aside from Will Osprey, you also had the chance to try and get the strong open weight championship from former um champion holder, uh Tom Lawler, who's now mm-hmm. in the G one. Um, you know, what were your first initial thoughts about that one? Well, so like my biggest thing, I think that was his like eighth or ninth title defense at that point. And I'd watched all of them from backstage and i know tom i i i have a long history with tom actually like i've known him since like since prestige like 2017 like he was always at them shows and we always got on pretty well but like he was you know once he just started doing the team filthy stuff he's just like he would you know it was very him but like he aligns himself with danny line like come on now like <laughs> but um but like i knew that everybody who had wrestled him Always, like, whenever they tried to go against Tom Lawler, like, whenever they fought Tom Lawler, they always ended up like, fighting a Tom Lawler match. They would go in there, they would try to, like, wrestle him, they would try to strike against him, they would try to get, like, you know, submit him. And I'm just, and all I could think to myself was, like, yo, I, I got to train my cat's ear Shibata for a long time, and I, you know, I understand how to do those things. But he was in the fucking UFC. Why would I try mm-hmm. to fight someone like that? Like, he's obviously knows what he's doing better than me. So, in my head, I was like, I'm going to try to do something that no one had done and just get it in his head psychologically, you know? So, I came out with, like, his his, his jean shorts on and, like, different – just to try to get in his head. And, it, you know, I got on a roll for a little bit, you know? Of course, you always got to be wary of, you know, his, his homies at the side, J.R. Kratos and everything. Mm-hmm. So, he got the best of me in the end, but, like, I think – in terms of a learning experience for me, it was I liked it because it got to show people that like I'm not just crazy and I'm not just a um, you know I'm wild and when I say I'm wild, I don't mean like I'm just I'm gonna go kill everybody's ass. It's just like I I'm I'm not afraid to you know try different stuff you know and if it if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't you know so it's a learning experience but I'll get them you know I'll get them next time that's all good. Yeah, um, but now we have a new strong overweight champion in Fred Rosser. Um, you know, if you were to uh, face him, um, what kind of match would you want with him? Well, actually, I was one of Fred's first matches when he came to strong. Yeah, when I was a young lion, and it was like it was it wasn't very long. Um, it was once again I was a young lion, so I was still you know a little more limited. Um, but he's like he's intense. It's 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 fun to it's fun to wrestle against him because he's. He comes in there and he, 
he's like he's in he's not Aaron Young, I'll tell you that much. He's like he's in there to kick some ass. And um, yeah. so yeah, I think I would with a guy like that, I would I I have some ideas, I have some strategies I might pull out. Um but but I honestly haven't I haven't been around on strong in a little while, so I have to kinda of reintroduce myself to to get back in that title picture before I even start thinking about wrestling him again. Yeah, uh, which brings me to, um, you know, the strong tapings are coming up um, <laughs> on, uh, what is it, uh, July 24th uh, for High Alert in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, which uh, everyone out there listening to can still go buy tickets. Uh, it's going to be you versus El Desperado versus Hiromu, which I am very looking forward to um, when it comes on New Japan World because I won't be able to cover it live. But um, you are ready for Hiromu. And I think he fought El Desperado too. Like these two guys are like super awesome. Um, are you changing up your strategy now that you already faced them? A little bit. I think the biggest thing for me is like right now, me and me, it was already announced as me, me and Hiromu. But then like Desperado and I kind of got into some shit over on yeah, yeah, yeah. Japan the road. And so I think that dynamic of it is gonna, you know, part of that was me being smart and like, because I figured like, yeah. I'm gonna wrestle Hiromu, but I didn't think I was gonna wrestle Desperado on a triple threat. I thought like I, I wanted Desperado to come over and wrestle me on a separate day because he, you know, he was talking about coming to America, coming to America, and I was like, no, if you want to do it, come through me. And I meant I didn't know it was gonna be a triple threat, <laughs> um, uh, but now that it is, I think that the strategy might work out even better because I think I have gotten under Despy's skin enough to really, yeah, to really piss him off and. I know that he's got such bad beef with Hiromu already that I think there's a chance that it might, you know, he might be off his game a little bit, and uh, and it might do enough damage to Hiromu too that I can really. I was this close last time with Hiromu, and that all I needed was yeah. a, was an opening. So I think this, in my opinion, this is the one that'll put me over the top. You know, I beat I beat the two of them in the same match. Like that's that's it right there. Like I I need to I need to get a title shot yeah i need the junior title shot you know it's it's on so be sure to yeah sure man to yeah um i i really i was like this is amazing this triple threat and then um july 30th uh you are um facing davy richards that automatically i was like completely happy about and i was cheesing about it just because i watched davy richards live and he's one of my favorites and then like watching you you're one of my favorites as well and i was like i have to interview clark before like this match happens (laughs) if i can't get davy um did you ever like watch davy at all or like you know like how are you feeling going into this yeah yeah he uh he was kind of on his way out when i was starting up like in on the indies like uh, up in the he's from the pacific northwest so he, he was kind of taking some time off um like to focus on his like you know other other pursuits when i was kind of showing up so i saw very little of him but i knew that people liked him and i knew that I, i've always gotten to a lot of comparisons to him you know like very intense oh. very you know we like to you know we roll around whatever it is um uh, you know so I think the good thing is though is like I'm fully formed as a wrestler now that to the point where it's like before he he would have probably beat me but I think now it's like though this is time like he can come at me with a lot of his submissions I know what he can do but like he's seen all my mm-hmm. stuff like he doesn't realize if yeah. I if I spear him one time it's gonna it's gonna bust his ribs in half you know so that's what I'm looking for I mean, a clash of styles and like that that show is gonna be it's gonna be fucking lit too like they're 
we got a lot of good stuff coming up. Yeah, man, I'm really excited for like this one. This is like super on like number one on my list to watch. Um, and then on Starcast, uh, mm-hmm. the next night uh, you're facing Ren Narita, which I I love Ren Narita. Um, I still think that Ren Narita is like a spitting uh, copy and image of Shibata, which is kind of the weirdest thing ever. Um, <laughs> but you know, again, what's your initial thoughts of fighting Ren Narita now that both of you guys are not young lions anymore? Yeah. I- I think I, well, the thing is about Ren is I know what he can do. I've wrestled against him so many times in the dojo. Like, I know exactly what he brings to the table, but I know that he's, in my time being away from the dojo, when he's been still there training, you know, for the most part, I know that Shibata's taught him even more wild shit, you know? Um, so I, I know what to expect. So, but mm-hmm. but the thing is, whenever I've wrestled him, I, last time I wrestled him, I beat him, you know, like in the uh, Young Lions Cup, I think that the last time we wrestled one-on-one and so yeah he was a definitely a different wrestler back then but like i have i had a lot more to my repertoire so i'm gonna i'm gonna if i bust he's never put the trophy kill i'll tell you that much so when he does it's it's lights it's like no one gets up so that's all I'm yeah man <laughs> um uh just two more questions and then like we'll, we'll wrap it up um you know, talking about like Forbidden Door, the the pay per view that just happened. Uh, you replaced Ishii because Ishii's uh, knee, you know, got messed up and everything. Um, how was uh, how was being backstage at Forbidden Door? It was cool, it was cool. Like, um, you know, I'd been on Dark before, and I, I I met some of the people, but I hadn't met like a lot of the uh, bigger names, obviously, who were there. Um, <clears throat> so it was good to just kind of. It, it was cool because I I felt like I fit in, you know what I mean? Like, I knew I wasn't, I'm not, wasn't supposed to be there, but, like, yeah. I, I feel as confident as anyone as a wrestler and where I'm at, you know, and as being one of the best wrestlers in the world. So it's like, this is, I felt like, uh, no, I, I, I didn't win, so technically I didn't deserve to be there, but, like, I mean, I deserved on that stage, you know, and that felt, yeah, felt yeah, yeah. to be back there with those with those guys and you know i made i met some new people i made some new friends and uh and that that was really cool to meet like i said i got to meet jericho and yeah, uh yeah. get to sp- i spoke with him for a long time and i was like little that we're like oh this is a pretty moment but uh it also made me feel like no i'm i'm, I'm ready to be here you know all the time yeah um i will say this though the the reaction on twitter was a little bit different because when they had to say that oh you replaced um ishii everyone was like who's this clark connor's guy and blah 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 and i'm here like you guys like i don't really want to blast every single one of you guys right (laughs) so usually what i do on my show is do like a tape study tuesday and uh you know you were going to be featured as once i was going to go through your matches and like commentate on them uh like i've done like with two other ones before but um other than well, we're here Tuesday now, so so you're on my show, so it makes more <laughs> sense. Um, so, but I will say that after um, people watched Forbidden Door and they watched that uh, that Fatal Four Way for the All Atlantic Title, um, everyone's opinion like changed of you, and everyone was like, "Yo, Clark Connors is awesome." You know, they're like, "Holy shit, this is great!" Blah blah blah. So I'm happy that like you know, I've never doubted you. They all did, but like you know, they you know nobody wants to listen to me. But um, yeah, they were just like Clark is like awesome. I'm like yeah, this is why like all that power, all that speed, and everything. So I'm happy that like the opinion on Twitter changed because Twitter, you know, Twitter could be toxic. It's they all yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for the support. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the biggest thing. Is like I know that I know where I was like coming into the match, but like I said, like I said, the whole time it's just. 
like, yeah, but I know who I am. You know, I know yeah. what I can do. So it's like, it's not, I mean, I wouldn't call it arrogance. I just call it confidence. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm just, I, I'm confident in my abilities. And then I hope it, I hope it shines through enough, you know, and I, I didn't really, I, I don't, I'm not really on social media that much. I have my, my, my manager do it for me, but uh, for the most part, but when I am on there, I did check out some of the stuff and I was like, yo, that's really cool. That like people, that people are uh, really supportive. And that, that was, I like to see that. Yeah, um, totally, man. Um, I'm always here to like, you know, support what I love and support other people and try to have them, you know, be the best that they can be uh, with like, you know, my my uh, show and everything. Um, yeah. All right. So last question is that um, New Japan Pro Wrestling has a lot of factions, right? Um, if you could create your own faction, uh, who would you have in your faction and what would you name it? Oh, my God. Uh, well, got to have the big four, all of us. And that's and you know, there's no doubt. Um, I don't know what we would name it. Um, let's see, what would be a cool? I love. I always like is like Carl. Carl always comes up with great, great like you know like names and stuff. And I always, I always like because he calls us. We, he calls a lot of. We have a lot of names for ourselves. Like when we talk, you know, obviously the yeah. big four is something that we say about the four of us. But but I like. We have a certain that we say is just like we're raw dogs, you know, like we're all raw fucking dogs. Um, yeah, 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 and whatever that means, you know what I mean. It's just it is what it is, and I would want to have, I would want to have all the guys in New Japan who are who are like like that, you know what I mean? Like, so like the people who I like to go out and like, uh, like after the shows and such, like people that I've linked up with, you know, like a guy like Wheeler Yuta, I would love him in, in the faction. I would love to have like um out. For- outside of new japan i would want like a brian pillman jr i would want like a um you know we need a we need like a a big super heavyweight and you know like even a guy that i think has so much untapped potential that like people don't know about like take a layo you know like i know oh Kobe, man i, I love, love him. him but he's so good like I, I watched a guy like that i'm like oh you know or adrian quest i think he would be yeah great with us too you know? and obviously Jet, you know, uh, Kevin Knight for sure, you know, DKC is yeah, yeah. a wild car. Like, LA don't joke for, you know, for real, you know, obviously. But um, obviously, I think that they all want to take their own paths too. So it's something that it would have to be like, yo, let's, the people who want to be here, let's have them be here, you know? Yeah, man. Um, well, that's it from, from me and uh, my chat. Uh, I've had super fun. So this is the time where you go and uh, plug your stuff in and, you know, basically like, Tell people where to find you and all that, and whatever you, whatever else you want to say. Yeah, well, I'll just do the plugs real quick. Uh, it's on Twitter at Clark Connors on Instagram. It's Clark Connors. I keep it real easy. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's uh, who's in the chat, um, um, and you know, anyone who supports me in general and supports New Japan in general. Please keep doing so, New Japan World. Um, you know, and just like I say, anytime I end up a promo, you know, let's get wild. Thank you, guys. All right. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, interview. Um, it would also be up on my newsletter. Head over to marieshadows.substack.com to view the whole video on replay, on replay, on replay, and then also all of my G1 coverage and all other goodies. Um, I will see you guys next time. Um, thanks for joining me, Clark. Uh, it's been super, super amazing. But, yeah, yeah. chat, I'll see you guys next time.